in the market for affordable home improvement products? Eubin Building Supplies carries those high-quality building materials you need. Whether you're a homeowner, DIY handyman, landlord, or contracting company, their store in Dyke, Iowa has everything you need to get the job done right the first time. Their in-store builder showroom is designed to make the selection process easy. View samples, discuss options, and then take a few samples back to your home or office for consideration. Eubin Building Supplies is dedicated to getting the job done right, and their friendly experts will help you find exactly what you need to fit your lifestyle, home decor, and budget. Go and visit their Dyke showroom at 635 Main Street or call 319-989-2222 to see, touch, and feel the latest styles. Welcome to DNH Loose Change. My name is Tad Brace, joined alongside my co-host, Travis Kiewit. Travis, what's happening, man? It's a great day. It is a great day to be a Wolverine. Where, where were you on that one? Oh, sorry. Yeah, It yeah. is, yes. Every day is a great day to be a Wolverine. That's oh, what you're sorry. supposed to say in, in return so, there. I always say uh, when Scott comes through or I hear him do that on Fridays, I just go forks up. <laughs> horns down you do that at all do you ever... no i don't because that's bad karma yeah i understand someday it'll come back and right 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 you can't diss others you gotta just lift yourself up yeah i know i'm kind of a chicken but but i sometimes. i would agree with you though yep yep I, I just would never do it if i was in that arena i guess it doesn't matter to us because we're never yeah we don't yeah. but yeah and I'm a Twins fan and a Bears fan, so most most of my teams lose most of the time anyways. So <laughs> I, I'm is, just used to it either way. Right, that is true. Well, we've got a busy week ahead of us. It is homecoming week here at Dyke New Hartford, and there are a lot of things happening right now. Um, but we are fortunate enough to steal about half hour of Will Texter's time tonight. He's coming in. He's going to talk to us about um, football, a senior year, and all the things that that involves. Uh, and, and and I can't stress how busy a time this is for seniors in particular, especially ones involved in fall sports, that it is a crunch. So for him to come in and make that time for us, we do really appreciate it. Um, I think he knows that, and we'll, uh, we'll make sure we tease him a little bit too. On yeah, I'm glad it has finally worked out to get him in here. And, um, you know, he's been in uh, prevalent in all the – you know, athletic programs and stuff like that for a few years now. Right. He's been uh, playing all the sports uh, at a varsity level for, for quite a while. So, yeah, it'll be cool to, to talk to Will. So once we get Will's interview in here and we get this whole thing published, do you think his podcast episode or Tom's podcast episode from season one will bring in the most views? Which Which one? I would think uh, Wilson's will be will be more downloaded or more listened to uh, than Tom's. Okay. Um, I can't remember who uh, Tom was with, but he probably got carried by the other guests. <laughs> you know, they they download it to listen to 
the other guests and not necessarily right. Tom. Right. So it, I, I would have to see. See, I feel like he, it might have been Tony or possibly, possibly Mr. Kurt Johnson. Yeah. I'm not sure, or both. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. Um, I'm going to go back and look at this tonight, and that's going to be something. I'll, I'll I'll figure it out and put it on Twitter. There you go. So I, I would think Wilson would be. Yeah, it'll be good. And then we also have um, co-president of the New Hartford Parent-Teacher Student Organization, um, Jenny Conley, coming in and just going to give us a little information about the things that the organization does for the teachers in New Hartford and how they work together with Depot to make things work for our district as a whole. So Yeah, it is a little different, you know, here having just the two separate elementaries, but the same, you know, school district, you know, so sometimes people can kind of see it as a competition maybe, or yeah, this one's doing this one. Um, but from uh, what we heard from Depot uh, the other time, and I'm guessing what uh, Jenny's going to say is they probably work together, you know, to... I know I've seen them work together in the past, so yeah. I'd be interested to see, hear a little bit about yeah. what she's got to say about that. Um, and, and again, one thing that gets lost in all these things is we're one community. Um, it's for our students. Right. Bottom line exactly. is it's for the st- I, I, and the teachers you know, you in these organizations. Two, two towns, and New Hartford and Dyke, but we just have Stout in there. And together, we just need to be one community. And, and I think that's what, a, what these two organizations are really working towards right, right now. And uh, I think Jenny's going to help shed some light on on that type of stuff. So uh, yeah, and talk about somebody else that's busy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's a busy person. You know, four kids. Scott's teaching and coaching all kinds of stuff. So five kids. Yeah, let's go five kids. And then <laughs> she works full time at UNI as well. So she's uh, a busy, busy person yeah, on yeah. top of it. Um, but it should be a good episode. I'm looking forward to it, and uh, I hope you guys stick around here because we're going to get right back in studio in just a few minutes, and we'll be ready to rock. So stick around. Hey, Rosie. Do you have a savings account? Yeah, I have a PSB Monster Saver account. Roar! The bank gave me $5 when they opened it, and I get $5 every year on my birthday. Wow, you get money from your bank on your birthday? That's awesome! I also get to pick a treasure from the Monster Vault every time I make a deposit at the People's Savings Bank. A treasure every time? I'm going to talk to my mom about a Monster Saver account, too. Roar at People Savings Bank. Visit any of our People Savings Bank's locations in Wellsburg, Cleves, and Dyke to start a Monster Saver account for your kids or grandkids today. Member FDIC. All right, we'd like to go ahead and give a special welcome to Wilson Texter joining us in the studio tonight. Will, how are you, man? I'm good. How are you? Not too bad. It's actually been a, uh, it's homecoming week and surviving homecoming week. I don't know about thriving, but surviving. How about you, big guy? Oh, oh me? Uh, yeah, I, that's the crickets. I, the other big guy? Have. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing okay. Doing okay now? Yeah, the, the buses are a little crazy. I'm sure you've got things going in 
all the or going in, heading out, every which well, direction. I'm, I'm talking just about like homecoming week is it's my uh second uh, least favorite week oh. compared to the last week of school. I would say from, home, from a bus standpoint. For, as a teacher, like homecoming week is insane. It's it's a lot of work. It's fun to see the kids enjoying it, but it's a lot of work. Right. Every day should be an early out. I'll I'll give you that. <laughs> During homecoming week, just I'll give you that. I, I yeah. Okay, so Will, before we jump into our our big questions here, can you go ahead and give us a little bit of background information about yourself? I'm Will Texter. My parents are Tom and Shannon Texter, and I live in Stout, Iowa. Um, at Dighton Hartford, I'm involved in football, wrestling, track, and baseball. And right now, your dad is obviously the high school prince or the elementary principal here in Dyke, and your mom works at Iowa Corn, yep. correct? Yep. She's probably been pretty busy lately too with Iowa oh, Iowa yeah. State game just getting over. Oh yeah, that's she a pretty big event out. for them, isn't it? Oh yeah, she stressed out all week last week, and I'm probably stressed out now. Senior yeah. and homecoming, it's yep. a big time. It is. If you are a sports fan. It would be very wise uh, to be friends with um, Will's mom. Yes, for sure. Free tickets. She has the, the, <laughs> the connections that I've seen her get. Are on, Iowa Corn is the place to work. Yes, it, it is. It is. And just I, I'm jealous of all the that is nice, extracurriculars though. that. Uh, oh, yeah. The perks of the job. Right, right. She was down on the field for the Iowa State game, oh, yeah. correct? Throwing right there. Yep. And right there by the trophy, I yep. believe. Yep. When Iowa State came over and grabbed it. Yeah, sadly. You're telling me as a transportation director of at Dyke New Hartford, you don't get to do those types of it's things? A, it's transportation coordinator. Coordinator. There's a huge dollar amount difference there. <laughs> okay. No, I no, I I have yet to get any type of uh we should talk to the superintendent. Athletic perk. We should definitely talk to him about that. See what can hook I'm you all up for with. it, but <laughs> all right. And you also have your brother's also uh, um, a high schooler too. What's it like playing with your brother? Oh, it's crazy. Lewis is something else. Um, <laughs> I don't even know how some people do it. I have to be around him all the time, and I can't even do it. But oh, oh. something. Who's funnier? Oh, definitely him. He is funny. Oh, definitely. Like, he makes everyone laugh because he's such an idiot. Okay, well, I was wondering if it was on purpose or just that's no, just the nature that's of... that's just him. Is there a favorite of the two sons? Uh, I'd say I'm my mom's favorite. I'd say he's my dad's favorite, but... Okay, yeah. all right. Yep. I like the honesty. Yeah. Yep. So that's good stuff. Okay, so uh, we have Will in the studio tonight to, talk, uh, to come in and talk about football and and everything that he's involved in here at Dyke New Hartford. This is also his senior year as we've kind of continued the volleyball, cross-country, and uh, fall sport trend that we've got going on here. So, Will, how has the football season been going so far, buddy? It's been good. We've been working hard. Obviously, we haven't performed like we wanted to, but uh, if we keep working hard, we uh, can reach our full potential. We're just going to keep working every day to reach our full potential by the end of the season. But I think, you know, I think you're selling yourself a little short, though. You're playing some tough competition. It's not like you're going up against, you know, p- pancake teams. Just it's Grundy Center's no, no no joke. No, they're not. But Clear Lake, you played well, and then yep. you also um, Waterloo Columbus. Yep, played well as well as there. Well as well. That's that's kind of weird to say. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, it is. Okay, I, I like I like where we're going there. Um, as as you you, move you fo- talk about. Will, you talk about you and Lou. 
this is what I have to deal with. <laughs> Tad and Travis. Day. Yeah, I got to deal with Tad. So yeah. I, I feel for you. I feel yeah. like the feelings are mutual we're, we're here. We're kind of in the same boat. <laughs> I feel like Will and I are the, yeah. So I'm the Lewis. Yeah, absolutely. Your... Right. Okay. Yes. All right. hundred percent. You don't okay. want to be the Lewis. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Again, a hundred percent. All right. So um, obviously you talked about working hard and, and trying to reach your full potential. What are some of the team goals that you have right now? Um, win the district's always one. Make it to the Dome. And uh, perfect attendance in the weight room. And then we have state champion. Absolutely. Perfect attendance in the weight room, I think, is something that you guys have been working on for a long, long time. Yes, it is. It's a uh, goal every year. What's that? It's a goal every year. Every How yeah. close? Have you done that every year? Uh, not been close? We've been close, yes. It's That's, usually up in the 90s. That's and that's a testament to the success of the pro of all programs here at Dyke New Hartford, getting as many kids into the weight room as possible. And you talked about being involved in track and baseball and all those other things. That's that's why. Yeah. That's why those programs are good. It seems to be a common theme uh, whenever we have a coach on here as well. That a lot of it starts there, and now from the player side of it, you're hearing the same thing as far as you know. They're Easy. a concerted effort to make sure that gets taken care of you've got coach Betts in there coach norton um coach moore you have Co- uh, coach reingart uh, there's just a ton of people in there that are working to make sure you guys reach that full potential but seeing you guys take on the leadership role this year i know it's something that uh, a lot of the coaches were really excited about your group of seniors is a fun group and kind of taking those leadership roles is really impressive so do you have any individual goals um Last year I was on Allstate, so of course I want to get back on there and not have like a kind of a bust year. Um, a jump Sophomore year. slump. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and uh, not really. I just have team goals. That's all that matters to me. And I think that's a, that's a pretty great thing right there. Yeah, that's a good individual goal. Yep. Um, you're only going to be as good as, as the team is, so that's yep. very, very important. You have been uh, privileged to work under uh, Coach Betts. And Coach Betts brings a certain, I don't know, like aura to the program. And can you give us any life lessons or anything of importance that you've learned from Coach Betts that you think is going to help you, not only at football, but in life? Hard work's a big one. Coach Betts pushed me to, push, pushed me to work hard ever since I was a freshman. And I've kind of just carried that along with me from school, life, football, of course. And another one is... Um, just not giving up on yourself and your teammates, like in work, in the workplace, uh, you can't give up on yourself and you can't give up on the people you work with. So I'm just going to carry that in life with me as long as I go. That's very good too. I know coach Betts, one of the things about him that I notice is doesn't matter who you are. If you go in, you show up, uh, you put in the work, he's going to be there to support you. Yep. Nope. And I had the privilege of coaching uh, you for one year there in uh, baseball and it was everything that you have said is a hundred percent true. You came in there as a, I believe as a freshman, um, the, my last year, not, yeah, my last year, um, were you a freshman? Eighth grader. I was in eighth grade. Eighth grade. Yep. I think I, hashtag stud. (laughs) I think I had you for two years, eighth grade and freshman. Okay. I'm talking, I guess I'm talking, um, uh, my son's senior year. That would have been my freshman year. You were a freshman? Yeah. The year we went to state? Yeah. Okay. That's what I'm um, – just the the work ethic, and I'm going to toot your, your horn, um, was unbelievable. Um, 
you are one of uh, the players that I've enjoyed watching the most, um, and especially as a freshman at third base. Um, it, it was it was en- very enjoyable, and you could tell that you wanted to put the time in. You're willing to put the time in. You're willing to learn. You're willing to, you know, f- learn from all the mistakes and everything like that. And you know, fast forward now a few years, and the same. Um, the same uh, sediments or everything is still coming through uh, even today. So I know we're talking about football, but I do have a baseball question here for you. Would you rather make a web gem or hit a home run? Like, no, 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 type web gem or hit a home dinger. run. Dinger? Yep. Yeah. I never know. Some people are, are all about I would the rather, web gem. Out of will, I'd rather see a web gem. I, I love a and good I web gem. And I saw quite a few web yeah, and my I've, favorite thing I've done in my baseball career is steal home, but I was out. Or I wasn't out, but the batter was out. That <laughs> yeah. was the favorite, my favorite thing I've ever done on the baseball field. <laughs> what year was that? This year. Was that this year? Yeah. Okay. Wow. Who got out? Uh, it was two strikes, and I stole. <laughs> they struck out. Yeah, right down the middle. Who was it? Colin. Oh, do you not, do you let him put that down, or did do he you remind him? It was a take sign, so you oh. can't swing. So you were hoping for a ball. Yeah. I'm two strikes, man. I don't know if I give a take sign two strikes. And well, I, I was going to ask. You're stealing home with two strikes. There's a pretty good chance that he's going to swing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was trying to put two and two together, but if they had the take sign, then that makes yep. a safer uh, sense. Yeah, yeah. I understand a little bit better now. Yeah. But. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So being a senior and starting your fourth year in the program, how are you helping those younger players take those steps that you were able to take when you were younger, where you, when you were in their shoes? When I was younger, I had a lot of help from the senior linemen on, um, I'd say, fundamentals are the biggest thing and like ethic, work ethic. So I'd say I'm trying to help them with their fundamentals, like running your feet, getting your hands in the right, right place, um, and then just working hard, pushing them to work hard. Sometimes just leading by example is, right. is as important yeah. as anything yeah. else. Some people think do. that you got to be a, a yeller or a you know this huge vocal person, and that's not necessarily the case. And, and in fact, in my situation, I was not. When I I came through when I was a younger, uh, like a freshman stuff like that, we had some older uh, teammates and stuff, and some of them just yelled just to yell, you know, and they thought that that was being a yeah. leader. And it's like, no, not really. I mean, you're not. You're just yelling to yell. Love the enthusiasm. Right. But. but you're just yelling to yell. You're not getting me better. I'm not getting pumped up because you're yelling, you know, show me something or, you know, talk to me and, and tell me what I'm doing. I, I hear you. And and you're working both ways, too. You're on offense and defense. Yep. Um, and all these kids are seeing you put in that work ethic. And it's not easy to be a two-way player in football. Oh, no, not at all. It, it's, it <laughs> Especially takes, on the line. Yeah. It takes a lot out of you. And... Being on offense and defense, do you like to uh, pancake people on the offensive line, or would you rather like knock knock an offensive lineman down that way? Like, what's cooler to you? I think on defense, knocking an offensive lineman down right into the play is the best thing in the world. Uh, and trust me, I love watching it too. Either, right. <laughs> either way, it's fun to watch getting on huddle and seeing some of the stuff that oh, yeah. that the uh, the coaches will show me. I'm just like, all right, yep, that's <laughs> that's nice. Uh, but yeah, and getting back to it. Those younger players, they see that, like Travis, you said, you can see it. You see the right. results. Sometimes just 
talk is talk, but action is action, and there's a there's a big difference there. So, um, being able to get in there and show everybody your work ethic is is the biggest thing. So, what are you looking forward to as a senior this year? I'd say just getting good grades and getting through it, surviving. <laughs> yes, yeah, surviving. How's the uh, how's the class load? Uh, this trimester, it's actually a lot. I have a lot of college classes and okay. financial literacy with Mrs. Harms is pretty tough. That seems like a common thread here with, we, we've talked to a couple other seniors and, uh, the college credit keeps yes. coming up and, yeah. and, um, it's very good to see people, you know, still taking advantage of it. And, yeah. and, uh, so like, what is your first try? Let's, um, let's hear some classes. First hour, I don't have anything. And then second hour, I go out to the outreach center for psychology. Then third, I have study hall, PE. Fourth, I have drafting tech out with Stahlberg. Fifth, I've got financial literacy with Mrs. Harms. And sixth hour, I have statistics with Riggs, which is also a pretty tough one. Oh, that's a, that's a dirty word. Yeah, it is. I, I, I'm not proud to say this, and my kids uh, rib me a lot for it, <laughs> and I don't blame them. But I proved the theory that you could go to class. This was, I went to you and I. You could go to, I went to every single uh, statistics class and failed. That's amazing. I, I went to every single class. I sat right in the front. It's tough. I, I just, it was a foreign language to me and I, I, I failed miserably. <laughs> but I honestly, I tried, it's just, it was, it was hard. Yeah. It was very hard. I w- I'm not a numbers guy whatsoever. Well, and I think that's fine. You know, people don't understand. In, in a classroom, you see that more. Like, some people are just more apt to understand language than numbers or vice versa. Some right. people understand numbers more than they do language. And it's, so, honestly, sometimes it seems like a left brain, right brain right. style, but that's not always the case. It's just, it depends on, you know, where your interests are and things like that. Right. So... When I was in high school, I actually took the same class two times a day. It was a math class. It was probably like algebra two or something, but I would go in like second hour and take the class. Uh, and then I'd go back in the afternoon and, and it, it was taught again and just listened and took it all in again. When it came to tests, I took it second hour. He had it corrected for me by the time I came back the second time. And then he gave me half credit for ones that I could go back and that's fix. awesome, though, because you're you're. That's not a bad way to <laughs> yeah. go back. It, it was learning. it. I like I said, it it is hard. So I, I feel for you, Will. <laughs> I really do. That's, and anybody in math is is. Uh, I, I have respect for anybody that can do that stuff. Yeah. So financial literacy, we we've heard that a few times yeah. as well. Give us a little bit about that. What's what's that all about? It's pretty much just helping you for the future, like learning savings account, check-ins account, all those accounts that you need, and then saving for a house, saving for a car, um, retirement funds, all that kind of stuff. So so do you have to do things like ledgers and things like that in there? Uh, not really, no. I didn't know if that was more of an accounting class or if it was a financial yeah, literacy class. I, I think this is because this, this may be like through David Ramsey kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it's more uh, of a learning thing, how to do things yeah. uh, with your money, not necessarily, or I guess what to do with it, not how to, you know, balance a checkbook and all this yeah. stuff. It's more like, okay, here's how much a car costs, here much this costs, here's what you need to earn a living, uh, here's what, you know, if you happen to get in debt, this is what you got to do to get out of it. Um, I, I think it, it, to me, I think everybody should have to take oh, that, absolutely. that class, I, I, to be I honest agree. with you. 
when I was in high school, I took accounting one and accounting two, and I'm just glad that it wasn't my money I was dealing with because <laughs> <laughs> we were going to end up in red more times right? than not. <laughs> you, uh, you also mentioned uh, the drafting class. Yep. Um, I'm not sure. Well, I guess you have it on here, but um, what what piques your interest as far as academics? Um, I'm not totally sure yet. I haven't decided where I'm going, what I'm doing. Okay, so future plans as well as the next uh, question we have. You kind of segued right to it for us. Yep. Yeah. Sorry about that. Oh, we're okay. I'm, I'm glad. Yeah, I'm not totally sure yet. What's, uh, like, inquiring minds want to know, like, and so what, what would be a spot or something that you think you would enjoy or you really honestly are just <laughs> hanging out? Well, coaching something I want to do and – Advertising, marketing, kind of what my mom does. I'm kind of interested in some of that stuff, but I don't think I could do what my dad does, go to school every day. I go to school <laughs> enough now, I don't right. think I can go back. Right. Any type of uh, athletic? Uh, I haven't decided If, if it yet. shows up, you'll take it? Yep. Or, yep. I mean, yep. Um, I'm thinking Hawkeye, maybe you and I, Wartburg. Okay. So somewhere around the area yep. probably? Yep. When, you're, when it's all said and done, do you kind of hope to stay back in this area, or do you want to – venture out a little bit what what would you urge have you just kind of like just go with the flow i'm kind of just go with the flow whatever happens happens i think that's a great great way to look at it too especially at that age where i mean you know opportunities are going to arise they're everywhere before you have a family or you know um, significant other things like that it's sometimes just nice to get out there and, and explore see what the world has to offer um yep and and then you can start to get into your that's it. Uh, Further interest. My wife and I did when we got married. Didn't have kids or anything like that. We had a spot in Arizona to go to. And so we thought, you know what? Before things start getting crazy and settling down, let's go do it. So, Arizona's the place to be. Yeah, you guys are into that. Yeah, we are. Go there every spring break, pretty much. Yeah. So you probably go and watch some Cubs spring training, right? Not Cardinals. Cubs. <laughs> Cardinals are down in Yeah, they're in Florida. They're in Florida so. with the Twins. Yeah, yeah I talked so. to Will's dad a little bit about, uh, he's a big uh, Arizona. Arizona guy and Arizona State fan. On Is top he? Of it. Absol- oh, absolutely. He, I did not know that. Oh, it's only been about a year, but he jumped on the Arizona State train, so. <laughs> it's all, and, and probably Friday night. Uh, if you happen to look up in the press box, uh, you'll see me with my ASU hat on, and you'll probably see uh, Tom with his ASU hat on as well. Yeah. Did he just do that because you like ASU, or he? Well, lit- I mean, everybody wants to do what I do, but uh, <laughs> but it's awesome because they were, you know, he asked some questions, you know, before they went out, and and uh, gave him some, you know, where to go and kind of stuff like that. And then getting the pictures was pretty cool too to see somebody else out there enjoying it, and yeah. it's. It, taking some enjoyment in some of the things that you find yeah. that, that Yeah, because not everybody well. goes out to those places. So right. when I talk to them, a lot of people don't know, you know, what we're talking about. It is a really beautiful, um, but, uh, when you go out and hike the mountains and like Camelback. What was your favorite thing out there to do? Uh, I liked hiking. Yep. We went up the mountains and we went to a spring training game. We went to the Angels game and Trout and Otani were both in the lineup. So I thought that was Oh, wow. Cool. Yeah. I saw Cleveland cool. Rangers uh, as in one game, and that was you Darvish's first first ever professional appearance in MLB. He was at his first spring training game, and that wow. was kind of cool to see yeah. too. That was back when he had like purple and green hair, and like it was it was different. But yeah, <laughs> it's a fun area to go. Yeah, I have my aunt and uncle live out there. 
Um, so we kind of touched on random plans a little bit. Now we're going to go ahead and move on to the random question of the day. And this is a really important question to a lot of folks around here. So are you ready? Yep. <laughs> Casey's or Quickstar? Casey. Well, it depends. Oh, see, this is... I would agree with Will. It does it depend. Depends. Okay. Can I ask you what what are some of the things that hinge on this? The weird thing is we talked about this at football practice two days ago. Oh, okay. Me, Coach Betts, Nick, the whole defense pretty much talked about it, jumped in, gave our opinions. That's what makes it a great team. Oh, yeah. Um, For breakfast, I can't go wrong with a quick star chocolate milk. Okay. But Casey's Donuts trump over that. Bingo. Nothing beats Casey's Donuts. Hmm. Casey's Donuts. What about their breakfast pizza? Breakfast pizza's got to go to Casey's, too. Yep. So I'd give breakfast to Casey's. Lunch food, though, I got to give it to Quickstar. I can see that. And then... Who's got better pizza? Definitely Casey's. Okay. Yeah, for sure. But I think we talked about donuts one time on here. Um, there was kind of some split decisions going on. But I think triplet was in here. It might have been, yeah. So if you had to pick one, there's no it depends. If you had to pick one, where are you going? I'd have to pick Casey's. Me too. Me too. Man after my own heart. I got mm, their yeah. pizza because I could have their pizza honestly every day. Don't you <laughs> all? I think you do already. <laughs> obviously, um, or their donuts, and and I'm good to go. What about you? Uh, I'm overall, I'm probably a quick star guy. Is it just because of the locale right here, or the? Uh, my daughter fate? works there. That's and she does make the donuts. I feel like that's kind of cheating. Like I shouldn't have. She get, I shouldn't have involved you in this question. <laughs> but I do like the Casey's pizza and the breakfast pizza yeah. as well. So I, but I'm also uh, with Will as far as like. The burgers and um, you know the other things, the mac and cheese at Quick Star is. Was it Portnoy that said he didn't like Casey's Pizza? Yes. Okay. Yeah. What yes, a fool. he was ripping on it. He what a fool. But in his defense, I mean, he's a pizza connoisseur. Like he he's he this he's the world. yeah he's all over the country. So right. he's tried I, I he's that. tried the very best of pizzas that you can actually have. So if you compare Casey's Pizza to somewhere in New York or Chicago to me that to me that's what he is right his I, judgment I've got my places that I go to and if I'm in Chicago there are some pizza places that I'm going to every time right. when I'm there and are they better than Casey's yeah okay uh, obviously yeah right. just so, like you're saying yeah I, I think that's that's the difference and I he I also think that he doesn't want to um I don't think he wants really wants to prop up a a chain right because he likes to go to those you know the mom and pops or the right. the one only the yeah. airliner the whatever it is he's only it's only one of that so do you like bacon or sausage breakfast pizza sausage you are a fool what about you <laughs> you he uh bacon yep although i'll eat sausage obviously. i will too but I, if if it's bacon or sausage i'm going bacon every single yeah, time you, yeah you have to go bacon will no i go bacon for breakfast Without it on pizza, I'll take bacon over sausage any day. If it's on pizza, I'll take sausage over bacon. What? Any and th day. that doesn't even make sense. It mixes good with the eggs. The eggs. The Hold cheese. on, a bacon pizza? No, no. He's saying he'd eat bacon plain, before like right. bacon oh, and okay, eggs. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. 
over sausage and eggs every time. Yeah. But on pizza, he's saying it has to be sausage because it's mixed together and it tastes better on the pizza that way. I I would agree. You just totally ruined my (laughs) argument here, man. So you like sausage? On pizza? Breakfast pizza better than bacon breakfast pizza. Oh, we're talking straight breakfast pizza. Yeah. No, I like bacon better. I thought you were saying like bacon for breakfast, but then- as a on a pizza, maybe you should have gone your math class three times or something. <laughs> <laughs> right, I think I'll just stop talking. <laughs> no, it's all good. <laughs> all right, well, uh, it's it's oh, anytime I get to talk to you, it's always a blast. Um, enjoy hanging out with you, and I'm gonna make sure I get you back to coach in a couple games this year with us in the junior high. Um, good luck the rest of the way, buddy, and can't wait to root you on your entire senior year. Yep, Thank good, you. Good luck. Yep. Thanks for having me. Reineke Construction is a family-owned business right here in the DNH School District focused on providing residential construction services with the highest levels of customer satisfaction. They do everything possible to exceed your expectations like they have over the last 20 years. Reineke Construction does jobs from installing a garage door, building barns, to your dream house. They have even built a golf course clubhouse. Services include new construction, remodels or general repairs for homes, constructions on a variety of frames and pole buildings, and construction of clubhouses and other commercial buildings. Reine Key Construction serves Blackhawk, Butler, Grundy, and surrounding Iowa counties, and most of their business comes from word of mouth, which is the best kind of advertising. Look around their website at reinekeyconstruction.com to see a collection of projects they have built or renovated with passion. If you have comments or questions, please f- feel free to contact them at 319 319- Two three nine six two five six or R E I N C O N S T at Gmail dot com. Key Construction. Measure twice, cut once. All right, Jenny Conley is stopping by tonight to talk about the new Hartford PTSO. Jenny, how are you? I'm pretty good. Doing pretty good on a Wednesday. Not too bad. Are you surviving uh, homecoming week? Yeah. You know, the kids wanted to dress like their dad today. So if you <laughs> would like to check that out, they wore big bucket hats and his famous colored pen. <laughs> uh, yeah. The colored pen was something I noticed immediately um, on Parker when he walked through the door. So. Correct. How did that Correct. get started? Do you know? You know, I don't. He, I think it probably would have started his first year teaching. And, you know, you like to grade in red. You know, and then maybe blue, and yeah, I don't know. It's coaching. Was see there you go. Hundred percent. It was when he was yep. coaching. Really? Yep. You, oh, I know. What Scott. do you need the colors? Yeah, what do they mean? Why do you need all four of them? Well, just because he's an organized guy like that, he yeah. would use different colors for different different things. So, oh, like, uh, if it was softball, he might have used one color for one and a different color for another thing. Or maybe in football, for certain plays, he would have different colorations so you're guessing right now i am telling you that's why he does it i think you're right yeah I, i'm telling that you he, he uses a colored pen obviously if, as a teacher he uses red too but he uses the different colors for it's a coaching thing now i feel um and we probably should ask scott <laughs> but we've all used them yes it feels like one color either writes better mm. or there's one color that writes worse I think green writes the worst. I, yeah, it never gets used. No, right. I'm with you. I think yeah. green 
writes the worst? I don't know if they don't like put enough ink. I don't know. It's a Packers. And which thing. one do you think is? It's probably true. Uh, rough go. Yeah. Good for them. <laughs> oh, whoops! Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what um? What's the best color? Ooh. I mean, I if I have a choice, I really no, don't. no. Wh- okay, oh. which one writes the best? Mm, black or blue? Yeah, I, I would go blue. I think the blue one as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I think blue. Um, I only time I ever use those pens when I'm in Scott's room and I need to <laughs> grab a pen really quickly because there's like but, twenty of them yeah, in his room. Right. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I yep. he uses blue the most. Obviously, it's Dyke New Hartford, so right. blue, well, blue, and that's right. That's, that's right. They use a lot for use them a lot for basketball. Yep. Because yeah. each quarter is a different color. Yep. And so when I used to do it, I always started with green to get it out of the way. Good call. And then, but then I always, I did like, I wanted to say green, black, red, blue, because blue and black shouldn't be in the same half because they look kind of yeah, too close. Close. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. but I always wanted to end with a good one and get rid of that first <laughs> one. I wonder if they know it. <laughs> the people that make the, the pen pens. company. Yeah, yeah, we should you, check that out. Well, maybe they do that on purpose so that way once the green is gone on the first one, and, but you still want to use that style, you have to buy another pen right away. Yeah, that's a smart move. Some yeah. marketing stuff there. Got, uh, got a lot of things working up here. <laughs> All right, before we get too far into it tonight, um, I'm going to go ahead and can you just give us a little background information about yourself again, Jenny? Yeah, um, I'm, my name is Jenny Connolly. I work at UNI. Um, my husband and I live in the district. Scott is a teacher um, at the middle school and coaches quite a bit. And we have four kids, four boys, seventh grade and under. So, yeah, we're busy. Just wait until they're like high school and a bunch of... Bunch of I'm not high sure my and... body can consume enough um, iced coffee, but it's gonna gonna have to start stepping up more. <laughs> you guys should start um, the documentary now if yeah. you haven't already. Yeah, yeah, we should. We should every day. Every day. Is... I mean, I, I would think that that would be a pretty good reality show. <laughs> Honestly, just just though. as far as yeah. I mean, just it's chaos every day. But how big? Good. How big is your? Uh, how big is your calendar in your? Oh my house God. with stuff on it. It has to be. It is massive, and we review it on Sundays. So we know who has to go where. Um, correct. Yep. Yep. I think Scott and I right now in the fall we typically like wave at each other because that's usually <laughs> right? like you're taking someone there, you're going there. Okay, bye. That's yeah. Good, good talk, honey. <laughs> yep, that's right. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, I've been. Tosh and I started using Google Calendar yes. like religiously just because it mm-hmm. it doesn't. I can't I I can't function. I only have two kids and none of them are in anything yet and I still am just crazy with Yeah, the paper calendar we use to map out um food, like what we're doing each night for supper and then those kind of things. But we have we have a shared Google calendar too. That's the key. I don't know how people do it without it. Yeah. We'd probably yeah, forget it changes so much too, yeah. like things change. I do I do we do not use I do not use the Google calendar. I just go off of what's on the board, which is pretty accurate. <laughs> right. Right. I and just review it every morning before I leave. So you know where to go. Yep. And, and ours has slowed down <laughs> yeah. uh, drastically, but yes. Yep. But you were also like very on top of it with your planner and like you've got yeah, to, because you, ha- you have to be with everything that you've got going yeah. on. Yeah, true that. Um, okay. So, uh, Jenny, you are here to help us um, work through New Hartford PTSO and everything yeah. that they're involved with and everything that they do. Um, what exactly is the New Hartford PTSO? Yeah, so it's the New Hartford Parent Teacher Student Organization. So 
you know, PTA is what some schools call it. Um, we're the counterpart to Depot, the Dyke Elementary Parent Organization. So I joined um, actually during the pandemic because they moved the meetings to Zoom. So as a mom of a lot of kids, it was really hard for me to make in-person meetings. And so um, Zoom made it happen. So that was a great introduction to the world of supporting teachers from a a broader look. Um, I think we'd only ever done it individually for whoever taught our, our child and thinking about all the school staff that make a school work because it takes everyone. So um, that first year, it was a lot of, of what could we do maybe monthly, what's already being done. Um, and then at the end of that year, it was a small and mighty group. Um, and then Trisha Shroggy and I decided to um, become the co-president. So Trisha Shroggy has three kids in the school district. Um, and so that's what we've done the last two years. We do all our meetings on Zoom. We meet once a month. Um, we kind of plan out the year. We have some great teachers and staff on the PTSO, which is awesome, so that we can help partner or support or if there are things going on that we could, you know, pitch in on. Um, that's been really great to have uh, teachers and school staff on the group too. And it is nice too. I know we get um, just a couple days ago, got some emails from um, Jamie Shakespeare was sending out a reminder to teachers and things like if you need, hey, if you need a something for your classroom or whatever it may be, send us a request. And, and that was, it's always nice to get those reminders too. Right. Just that way you can put it in without feeling guilty. I don't know. Sometimes right. as a teacher, you feel a little guilty, like I need this, but I don't want to ask for it. Right. Right. You're afraid that other teachers and right. are going to get overwhelmed with, you know, is it really important? Is it, you know, I do right. need it, but does somebody need something more? Am I taking funds away from another teacher that has put in a request. Because, you know, there are times when the stuff that you request might, you have a great purpose for it, but somebody else might look at it and be like, why right. does he or she right. need $26 of, no, it's that, those are the types of things. So I do yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, what types of things right now, uh, well, what exactly does New Hartford PTSO have going for it this year? What yeah. types of activities? and? Yeah, and I do want to also do a shout out to Mr. Petulo. He also joins our meetings, which is great because sometimes we don't always understand the different requests so that he can provide some context, which is really helpful. So this fall, so far, we are going to launch. This is our third shot at doing the No Hassle fundraiser. So this has been a parent favorite. So rather than selling things, um, we've, we hear from a lot of families that I just rather write you a check. So um, there is a form that has floated out on social media for a few years, and we straight copied that. Um, so I will donate $10 so I don't have to buy the cookie dough because I don't like to bake, or $20 <laughs> because I don't want to buy the wrapping paper, you know. Um, so it's kind of a funny take on it. We partner with Depot, so those notes will go out um, the beginning of October. We just had a meeting tonight, so we set those dates out. Um, and that'll run for three weeks, and we encourage family, friends, anyone in the community that wants to donate to the two organizations then they split it. We split it half and half for the district. Cool. So it's a great fundraiser. I know personally, I, you know, you get those things. I don't really need a whole tin for six, Correct. you know, tur turtle pecan cluster things or whatever Tasha orders. It's like, I, I don't need a big tin because I already don't have a place to put it. So right. it's much easier just to give the cash or, or check and uh, know you're supporting a good cause that way. Yeah. And we launched it during COVID also because 
we didn't want kids going door to door and selling stuff, but it really took off from parents thinking, gosh, this is just one less thing. I don't have to take it to my office and ask people and I can, you know, easily ask the grandparents to write a check. Um, And so, and it's straight money and you think about the profit that you can make. So yeah, it's gone really well. We're excited about that. We're looking into some other fundraising opportunities, um, trying to not duplicate efforts. Um, I think something that's been really great the last few years is that we've been partnering with Depot. And so talking through who's doing what, and we don't both need to do a carnival, right? Right. So how could we partner together? And we just don't want to duplicate efforts um, with other groups within the districts. There's only so much money. There's only so much people. Um, so that's been a really great, great piece, I think, the last few and years. And we do have families that have students on both campuses, you Correct. know, so it's, you know, you almost uh, double whammy, yes. you know, because you want to support both as much as you can. Yeah. But you also get caught in that catch-22 every once in a while. Of And I think that's fantastic as well. Just understanding that, you know, New Hartford can support things that are going on and Dyke and Dyke can support things that are going on in New Hartford yes. and just continue to build that yep. um, community. One by, town, yep. one, one district, two yep. towns. Yep. For, um, on an average, what do you get uh, for requests like per meeting or per month? Or- yeah. Yeah. Um, again, having uh, teachers on the committee has really helped so that we get those kind of reminders. And then Brian, you know, can help us decide, is this something that is curriculum based or is this something that would be an, an added enhancement for a right. classroom? Um, so we did get a lot this month I think, because oh, of sure. the email. Um, however, one of the really fun things um, that I, I wasn't aware of because my sixth grader last year didn't get didn't do this but doing some field trip stuff yeah yeah so we're excited we might have had a request from uh mr brace (laughs) i put uh, on some weird things this year Um, some fishing yeah so we're going on a sixth graders are taking our kids on a week long it's called uh school of the wild where the kids are actually going to be outdoors all day i love it uh yeah and it's so cool we're learning about things in a different manner and it's everything's going to be based on um, real life things that can be done outside of the classroom. And we're going to have some fun activities that go, I mean, just to kind of just to get the kids in touch with nature and things like that. And a couple of the things that we were going to do, uh, one of them was fishing and I do like to fish. I know, um, I've done it for the sixth grade and seventh grade trips for a long time, but my, uh, fishing supply sometimes takes a little dive. So I put in a request for some of that fishing, just some basics like bobbers and, yep. and things like that. So um, we'll see. Yeah. We'll, we'll, well cross and our I fingers. Think, I think that's a perfect example of what a parent-teacher group can do, right? You should not, as a teacher, have to go into your own pocket, right? So I think that's also one of the reasons I joined the group. Um, I'm a licensed teacher myself. I care very passionately about educators. Um, and we know it's been a rough few years for a lot of reasons. So we want to enhance and support wherever we can. So we get requests like that, um, maybe some requests for the extra things that would make a classroom, you know, a little more special. Um, so those are some requests, but we really do try to think about what could we do to support the the staff um, throughout the whole year. So that's, you know, planning a, a maybe a holiday meal or a parent-teacher conference meal or the teacher slash staff appreciation week. And just thinking through all of those pieces, we know, you know, December is a long month for educators. <laughs> One thing that, our, that the new Hartford PTSO does that I think goes so underrated is at the beginning of the year, every teacher is allotted a certain mm-hmm. amount of cash. And I think like this year it was like $250. Yeah. 
It's one fifty. You get two fifty from the school. We found that out. Okay. Today. Yep. Okay. You're right. <laughs> but it's still it's that, a good chunk of money that goes so far f- for a new teacher. Yeah. When you don't have, you know, you don't get paid until we're one of the fortunate districts that gets paid twice a twice a month rather than the twentieth mm-hmm. of every month. Correct. Um. So a new teacher that one hundred and fifty dollars to get your classroom. You Bulletin know, look at, boards, yeah, books, right. Just all of those yeah, things. General supplies, yeah. right? Yeah, yep. Pens and pencil, you know, things like that. It 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 adds up, and that is a very very appreciated sum of money to help us out. Yeah, and Depot does the same, and I think you know that's important for everyone to know that both groups want to try and do things as evenly as possible for for their teachers, and that's a big deal, you know. And we especially know. With everything going up in prices, you want to stretch that dollar in your classroom as much as you can. And yeah, young teachers starting out, you have a lot to buy in your classroom. So we're happy to do that. Well, and when the teachers can have some of those supplies and things like that in their classroom that the kids are going to be able to use. Yes. That's another thing that mom and dad don't have to buy as well. So, you know, it might seem silly that I'm buying pens and pencils and things like that, but... There are actually kids out there that don't have the ability right. or means to bring that kind of stuff. So if I can have that in my classroom yep. and, and ease some parent's mind, that makes a big difference. Yeah. Losing a notebook, whatever, have those backups. Yep. Yeah. A- absolutely. Yep. Yeah. And getting on the, um, since I'm not in the teacher realm, um, I can speak for the uh, food <laughs> <laughs> and the try. goodies that, that uh, the organization uh, has brought just even my the years that I've been there the last few years, some of the spreads have been outstanding. Well, thank you. We're trying. They they have <laughs> been. It, it you just walk into the faculty lounge and just you have to smile and be like and smell and <laughs> you there, cannot there be a teacher some, and be on a diet. I swear to God, it never no. works. No, gosh, no, no, not. Yeah. Uh, n- yeah. And but. we have some really talented bakers. I am not that person. I am married to a good baker, but um which is great. <laughs> and we have some good cooks. I'm a real good buyer of the Panera bagels. So yes, Yeah, you know. definitely. But um yeah, and I think a lot of parent teacher groups are trying to think about and reinvent how they can help and support schools, right? We know that helps with retention of of school staff. We know that can help with recruitment when you have um, a good support network. I am a coffee um, connoisseur. Yes. And being able to have a decent coffee pot in our lounge. We were very happy to support that. (laughs) It's been life changing, life altering. (laughs) Oh my gosh. You you hush because it like you don't understand (laughs) the stuff that we've had to deal with these past few years. So I I appreciate it greatly. Uh, We love it. We love it. <laughs> I think something that um, we've learned in partnering with both groups is that we do have um, a need for volunteers. So um, like many things, it takes a lot of people to pull things off. So if I could put that plea out, it's just like everything else. We just need more people. So how does somebody become a yeah. Thank a you, part Travis. of it. Um, yep. Um, you can contact myself or Trisha. Um, we will send out another email to all the parents um, and support systems um, through the school email. Um, we also were at Meet the Players Night and kind of gave a short pitch for the, the, the junior high Meet the Players. But we would love anyone and everyone to help, but also helping at events. Um, right. If anybody has gone to the Depot Carnival, that takes 
a lot of help. So, it's, you know, oh um, yeah, we want our kids to have those opportunities. So I'm putting that plea in for, for both groups and, and all sorts of things, right? We just need need people to show up and help. And, and when, so their meetings are still Zoomed, correct? Yes. Yep. Once a month on Wednesdays, usually from 530 to 630. They can go pretty fast. Tonight's did take, take an hour, but on Zoom okay. and yeah. You, now, is there like a limit of people that you have in positions or do you want as many people to join this organization as possible yeah um we do not have a real like structure in terms of a vice president of something and a vice president <laughs> right, and I right. are just kind of tag teaming it um laura eichlenberg is our treasurer and then we, everybody else we will take everybody um always excited to have people have ideas of, of fundraising ideas. Um, I think that's something that lots of groups, like I said earlier, we don't want to duplicate. Uh, but when we want to show up in a cover an event, so for example, for the Minute to Win at Night that Depot is hosting in December, um, PTSL will run the concession stand. So we will need help at the concession stand. Um, last year, we had a great idea that was given um, by Laura Eichlenberg to do a sign-up genius to have everything donated, which meant we made a straight profit, right? right? And so that we just need people to donate paper plates or juice boxes or whatever um, so that we could have that money to then turn around and, and give back to the school in some way. So that's a way to volunteer too. If you can't, you know, volunteer your time, um, volunteer your resources. And it, it, it goes a long ways. It, it does. Everyone, Absolutely. Uh, the, the amount of gratitude that, you know, everybody involved with, it, it really is appreciated. Yeah. So... Okay, so we have uh, about one more question here. It's really important. Okay, I'm ready. It's our random question of the day. <laughs> and and are you good with this one? Um, like let's it's, do it. Okay. Let's do it. So if you had to, and this was one that I'm going to go, this is one we've had before, but I want to flash back because everybody takes this one differently. If you had to eliminate one color of the rainbow, what color would it be and why? Okay, now I got to remember Roy G. Biv. <laughs> Orange, yellow, blue. Indigo. Indigo? Yeah. Because Violet's already go. there. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's a good He's one. Like, I'm doing that. Indigo. <laughs> yeah, indigo. Indigo? What about mm-hmm. you, Travis? Um, I'd have to say yellow. Yeah, I'm, I am not a yellow fan. I, I like, I'm a color guy. I like, uh, Black, because that's what yeah. you're wearing. Looks great, by the way. Thanks. <laughs> uh, go. It goes good with my straight shoes. In my shoes. Yeah. Um, Matches all. So I yellow is really close to white. Okay. Huh. Yeah. No, nothing other than it looks close to white. Okay. Right. Sounds great. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go straight Dyke New Hartford representation here, and I'm gonna say red. Ah, there you go. Throw it down. Yeah, See, I like you gotta, red. You got to drop the gauntlet. I like red. You know, I, Scott and I oh graduated from East Buchanan, and our colors were red and Columbus blue. Mm-hmm. And so Columbus it, blue. That's what it was called. Yep, Columbus blue. So it's a, it's a. Is it is it off baby blue? It's an kind off of baby blue. Yeah. Off, off Robin <laughs> yeah, egg blue. Yeah. Is. Is, that, is that the? Yeah, but it's Columbus in, blue. In between. Uh, Columbia blue and Robin egg blue is yeah. Columbus so if you blue. look at the royal, and it's between somewhere in that yeah. color um, palette. Yeah. What I, what is it the was code? Really hard. Do you know what the code is? 
I'll have to go back and look that up. Like, I spent you know, a little the while. Color, the... Yeah, right, right. <laughs> Got to all have a number. Yeah, the, the, yeah. I absolutely loved the, that color combination when I was in high school and in college. And then kind of looking back, I'm like, you know what? I something a little different. Wasn't that hard so to match? It was because it's a it's a specific color of blue. Yeah, I just feel like that. Even like royal, it, like D and H blue. You you know you get some of those. Yep. Just one hint there, one hint there, and yep. I'm a guy that. So if I have a hat on, yeah, that's royal blue. I can't wear a jacket that's also blue, or just an off shade of yeah. it, it. It needs to the, be the, the same. The blue color. colors need to match, yeah. or you don't like. Right, I'm then the I go with. The, I won't wear a blue jacket if I've got a blue hat on because I'm scared of them not and matching. I was you. a DNH student. Um, red was a color in the the palette or whatever. So it's interesting how sometimes that ebbs and flows. Yeah. Yeah. It's no longer definitely gone. How long how long was so how long were things merged? Mom as Dyke New Hartford. You know, I moved here and started fourth grade um here and that was the first year they were Dyke New Hartford. So I actually never knew it any different. Okay. So yeah. You mean like when? The color the scheme year? or yeah, like it's like just because year. I knew the Bobcats they had were they had more red in it. Is that how I Yeah. Dyke Bobcats were red, white, and blue. Okay, and then, and then the Hartford Hawks were blue and, and white. white. Yeah. Okay. Predominantly. Okay. So, so maybe that was still part of it. I mean, I've been out of high school <clears throat> a few years, so. Well, and I, I wonder if just so is Travis. Just the. <laughs> <Longer>. uh, <laughs> <laughs> if, if the color scheme, you know, because you probably back in the day you don't just you know like the branding there is today yeah, correct right. so there was just red yeah. around the building just because yep. and it you know, as things got painted and stuff then it right. kind of phased, phased out. its way right. yeah yeah that's probably right that's what i would guess yeah i don't know and, yeah. and one thing that i've noticed too i don't want to sound like uh, swaggier the clothing stuff has got like you know brand names yeah. and certain like just styles certain colors and things have kind of been more popular with different styles right. of, of clothing yeah. as well. Yeah. So I've, I've kind of yeah. wonder if that's part of it as well. Yeah. Uh, Columbia blue and red was, is still kind of a hard yeah. thing to make. <laughs> Columbus blue. Columbia. Oh, there you go. You said Columbus. So which one is it? Yeah. Which one is it? Is it yeah. Columbus or Columbia? Yes. <laughs> Columbia blue. Okay. <laughs> Jeez. But anyways, it. yeah, it's hard to get to that where everything looks like it's got that that style yep. or that pop or whatever that makes it cool. That's why if you just go black, yeah, you're in good shape. Yep, matches everything. You're right. Yep, and I'm more of a fan of having like one or two colors than three or four. Some people, like you said, uh, it was red, white, and blue. I'd just narrow it down. Right. Yep, narrow it down. Right. I like ours. You can, you know, like a t-shirt option. You can yeah. black. You can have blue. You can have white. You can have gray. Yeah, and, and there's other there's uh, quite a few choices. Yeah. You can mix things up a little yep. bit because I know being in uh, with the Booster Club, right. And we sell clothing. People are like, "Oh, another blue shirt, another blue shirt." It's like, first of all, you want to say, "Won't you come do it?" And Correct. then second, you know, we are cognizant of yeah, they're you know, it it kind of is what it is, you know. Right. But you don't have to buy one every time they come out. Right. But well, I mean, you should. You should. Because... You should. Right. right. But but now <laughs> you know. As things have changed, you know, we have the online store, so now there's options of color. Yeah, yeah, which is a nice feature. I like being able to pick, yeah. 
you know, I like the design, but I can pick the color shirt I want. I like oh, that. That's pretty yeah. cool. That yeah. is nice. Yeah. Um, well, Jenny, want to thank you very much for stopping in and uh, teaching us a little about about the New Hartford PTSO. And um, again, if you want to reach out to Jenny or Trisha, yep. you can definitely do that, and they'd be happy to give you information. Or you can talk to Travis or myself, yeah, and call we can the pass you along. The more the merrier. The more the merrier. Once again, thank you, and you have a great evening. Yep. Thank you. Thank Greatly you. appreciated. The Dyke New Hartford Booster Club is established as a support group to encourage parent and community participation and to raise funds to enhance and expand the academic, social, and athletic programs that are available to each individual student at Dyke New Hartford Schools. The Booster Club feels strongly that parent and community involvement during the school year can be a key to the success of our students here at DNH. Please consider helping our students by becoming a member. Our Booster Club website can be found under the Parent and Community tab on the DNH homepage. Thank you for your support and roll blue. All right, everybody. That's going to do it for tonight's episode of DNH Loose Change. It was a good one. Good group of people on here. Fun to talk about. Yes. Yep. And me being, you know, not on the teacher side, but being within the school district, it it is it it's good to see that side of it. You know, as far as how uh, you guys, as far as teachers, you know, get support from uh, an organization like that. Yeah, and it's been fun to also continue our uh, fall sports um, tour, if you will. Yep. Um, we've had on. Uh, Cross country volleyball, football, and be nice to get on maybe a cheerleader yep. as well yep. because we they've been doing in. quite a bit of um, stuff, especially with homecoming, which is something that we want to make sure we pay. Um, I think we actually are going to give our first pitch to all the people today. Yeah, yeah, and, and um, I think Will Texter was the the other guest. Yep, was, yep. Um, and I I really enjoy Will. Um, Kid's great. He is great. Yeah, he's he's good stuff, and. You know, a lot of other students that we have here should yeah. see what he's doing. Yeah, I, and, and just, following in his, his footsteps. Like that's a kid that wants to be successful in in all facets of life, and he's doing everything that he needs to do to be successful in all facets of life, yeah. and um, continue to see that growth in him year after year. It's it's been awesome. Yeah, it's yeah, very cool. Very cool. Yeah, definitely. You know, if you've got an elementary student, a young kid that wants to to look up to somebody, he would be that perfect kid to yeah. point to and say, "Hey, that that's someone you could look at and and model your yep. model yourself after." And getting back to the homecoming, um, he is part of the homecoming court. Yeah, as yeah. well. We I don't know if we mentioned that or not on the when we talked to him, but yeah, he is a king candidate. So uh, always good karma. When you come on the podcast, yeah, good things happen. So yeah, good and things happen. along line the the homecoming is first pitch. I think we're going to give it to uh, everybody that was uh, part of making homecoming what it is. Yeah, it, there there are so many moving parts to making homecoming a successful week, and it's a week that feels like a year because there's so many things that are going on, but they're coming at you light speed. Right. So uh, it, it takes a lot of people 
doing a lot of different things, helping out in a lot of different ways to make this week successful. You know, the cheerleaders are doing an incredible amount of stuff right now. Student council is doing a ton. There are a lot of teachers behind the scenes that are working hard to make things work. Um, Transportation, people uh, making sure buses get to and from where they need to be uh, for pep assemblies. Just a lot of different things happening. Yeah, it's a cool week. And, you know, I did mention that it's it's one of my least weeks. I, I kind of kid a little bit because I, I do enjoy it. it. It's busy. That's the thing is is it's a hard, you just got to get your breath and sometimes you don't get to do that. When Friday comes, it's kind of all worthwhile. Yeah. You see your king and queen candidates and uh, the kids are pumped up in the gym and it's it's a different atmosphere and right. that's what's really cool. Yeah. So. No, it, it's, it's a good time and like you said, it takes a lot of people uh, to make it work. And I think uh, here at DNH, it's it's pulled off pretty well. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Um, just a little quick recap. Again, we had Will Texter on talking about uh, senior football year and Jenny Conley coming on to talk about um, New Hartford PTSO and how they work together with all the different organizations like Depot and, and that type of stuff. And it was a really fun night. So Definitely would recommend you go ahead and give it a listen, and that will do us do it from us here at Dyke New Hartford Loose Change.